0: Ladies and gentlemen, episode 35 of the Wrestling Journal podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Instagram at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Twitter. It is I, as always, Joseph Crush, alongside here with the crew, Nicky Noodles. Good morning, Joseph. What's up, boys? Top of the morning. What's going on? Not too much. Bad news, Tom Canali. Morning I, gentlemen, what's going on? What's going on,
2: Tommy, man? Tommy Tommy looks like he's got a new setup
3: back there. Some new posts. I just I just switched over a uh-huh. different different way today.
0: Looks good, Tom. Looks good. As Thank always. You. Thank you. And the professional,
1: NJ three. What's going on, Bell? Good morning, boys. I am at the Thunderdome in Tropicana Field if you're wondering my location.
2: Oh Dome nice. Thunderdome King right there. Always always in the right place at the right
1: time. That's where I need to be. I'm going to try to go. I'm going to try to get into the CWC next week. We'll see.
2: There you go.
0: Did you, uh, did you update your background there? Is that an actual updated photo of the trap? No, no, this
1: actually, this is still the, uh, Amway center. I got actually yeah. going to update that. You're right. Yeah, You should do that. Okay. Good call out.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> guys, listen, uh, if you're li- current listeners of the podcast, we are now on iHeartRadio. radio. I forgot to mention that last week. Thank you, Jersey. Um, if you want to check us out, we are available basically anywhere you can download podcasts, uh, And if you are an Apple listener, if you have an iPhone, if you listen on a a MacBook or whatever you do, uh, give us that review on uh, Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it. Five stars if you like us. Just give us five stars even if you hate us. Uh, A review is uh, much appreciated. And we appreciate you here at the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Yes, we do. Go help us Yes, we do. Give us some love. Spread the word. Um, Before we get into any wrestling, uh, here's a word from our sponsor, Paper Champion. Do you love fantasy sports and professional wrestling? Of course you do. So join Paper Champion. It's free to play, win real prizes, gifts, trophies, and more. Sign-ups for Season 5 are currently underway. Do you have what it takes to be the next Paper Champion? If so, contact us at kayfabecup at gmail.com. Once again, that is kayfabecup at gmail.com. Paper Champion. Fantasy wrestling done right. Okay. Paper champion. Guys, sign-ups coming up soon. Season five. Get in there. Nikki Noodles, I know we tell you every time. You got to sign up. And we're going to tell tell them every single
1: time since. It is fantasy wrestling done right. I don't know how much more we can express that, but yeah, it may, is. May,
2: maybe maybe come January first, you, you might see a, a new participant. Well,
0: you got to wait till after WrestleMania, but uh, oh, all right, so then after
2: WrestleMania. <laughs> send
0: in your email. I, I, K-
2: I forgot the wrestling calendar starts starts after Mania.
0: <laughs> send in your uh, your request at uh, kfapecup at gmail.com. That's uh that's where you send the request. That's
1: kfapecup at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Paper <laughs> champion
0: uh guys listen a couple of things going on outside the ring here uh one big thing or we hope to be a big thing apparently raw is is due for a change <laughs> i mean we could have told you <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait a second
0: let's back Don't up say. here <laughs> tell us more joey tell us um,
2: more. so joey, make sure jersey goes first i want him hot and ready to go right after
0: i know he's ready he's ready <laughs> to go um Basically, this last week on Raw drew it, the lowest rating and scene ever, well, 1.5. Of all time? All time. Wow. Yeah. Tom, correct me. I believe that's what was reported. That's what I saw, um, yeah. So, time. and if you go back last year, it was like a 2.6, and they came out and said there was like a change. 2.6 was the lowest of all time, apparently, like last year. So imagine dropping a million viewers oh in a year <laughs> uh, <laughs> or two years, whenever it was. Basically, uh, from what I'm seeing, the higher-ups, even and even USA is coming out and saying they need something. They want more of an, a, an adult show. They need change. And yeah. Vince is going to address, I don't know, on TV or behind the scenes, this type of change that's going to happen. Um, again, NJ3, we'll start with you, man. Uh, what I mean, we've talked about it ad nauseum. Our frustration with Raw is in existence. I think it's, for the most part, If what would you do Or what do you want
1: to see happen for this change? Boy, oh boy. I mean, how much time do we have? Um, I'll try to wrap this up in a a nice little, put a nice little bow on it. But 1.5 is, I mean, you're talking about comparing that to just some normal TV program that USA puts on their channels. I mean, 1.5 is nothing, something that has been around for, what, 30 plus years and had, had thousands of episodes. Well, thousand plus episodes, excuse me. The longest running episodic television show in history is now floundering i i wonder why they're not giving us the best that they're that they can right now all they're doing is they're planning almost like week to week there is no future planning they don't sit in front of like a whiteboard and plan out the next three to four to five months of storylines they don't see how how things are interconnected i always think of that um that always sunny in philadelphia meme Um, i want to say is is it charlie Charlie, in real life yeah and like how he has all like the the connected um red uh, strands it's just, it's just, it comes to me, it comes down to product, right? I don't think they're taking it seriously. I think that they have good segments and good spots. They have good wrestlers, but they're not giving us what we really want, which is good storylines, good wrestling. You don't need to fill the show with matches per se. And that's why I think that I gravitate more towards NXT and AEW because it's, well, first of all, it's a shorter show, but I know that we can't, we got, they got to pay their sponsors. So three hours is what it is. I understood. Put that aside. Yeah. Just take this week's on Monday Night Raw, you have MVP and Riddle. And it was by far one of the worst matches that I can think in the last several months. It wasn't necessary, it wasn't needed. I know what the thought process is to keep building towards a Riddle Bobby Lashley feud. You made Riddle look bad, you made MVP look bad, you just wasted everyone's time. And that thought process is why we get into trouble. Um, The Raw Underground, something they were trying to do, being the first episode being risque with the the girls dancing and then the smoke and then the girls went away. And then the light got brighter. And then you started to incorporate more of your regular talent that wasn't on Raw as opposed to some of your up-and-coming talent that could be utilized because the wrestling isn't up to par. There's so many avenues that they can kind of go down that they're just not doing. They're not prioritizing anything. When you rewrite the show week in and week out, it doesn't allow you for forward thinking and forward planning. You need to kind of go in there. And honestly, I'd rather just go in there with a planned show for a week than with a rewrite show Monday morning. Yeah. Because that just shows the lack of in- ingenuity that we're just kind of putting together something just to fill time. Once they stop stop filling time, I think it's where we're going to get a better product. They can do it. They're just, Vince just doesn't know how to take his hands off the, the wheel and let his creative team work for him what they actually pay him to do.
0: Yeah, I think that's very, very well said. And I think
2: um i got a question though what, yeah. what's the point what's the point of having a team if he fucking rechanges everything they do anyway just get rid of them you fame paying all these fucking guys to write something and then you're throwing it in the garbage
0: and we're essentially we're an assu- hour before the show.
2: but we're assuming all this right like what but, if he's get, what if he's not reports every every single week that the show gets changed on the spot sometimes right before they're about to shoot after during a commercial they're changing stuff that's pretty tough to do man that's you the mean, recipe for disaster
0: but what if what if the, the I mean I'm just playing devil's advocate what if the suggestions to him from the writers are
2: even worse than what he's putting out we don't know yeah. he needs to start firing people because yeah. I mean if you cross him anyway he's he cans people for less than that I
1: mean how many people me, is he future endeavored this year alone to yeah.
2: me when 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 15 year old episodes of Law and Order are beating your fucking show you got some you got some explaining to do
1: I mean Miz I, and Mrs so. is drawing more than Raw right now it's crazy <laughs> Speaking of Ms and Mrs. Ooh, if you haven't watched this week's episode, wait to see Maurice come by by the pool. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Maurice. Put
0: her on TV. Jeez. (laughs) Um but uh, speaking of Miz, like, and I had asked you guys this in the group chat. Tommy, can maybe chime in on this. Uh, is one of the changes that we could possibly see? Is I know it was he just got the belt back, but like maybe Miz cashing in on Drew or AJ Styles winning at TLC. Is that something that maybe could help out Raw? Like, not that Drew's the issue, right? But like just drawing more eyes, like having a cash in on Raw, maybe might might uh, might switch something up. Is that something you would mess around with or? I mean, I would think, you know, personally, I think
3: they're waiting for a cash-in from whenever they get more fans in the building. You know, who knows whenever that's going to be. You yeah. know, maybe they're just waiting for that. Because, I mean, it would be it would be very cool to see him either cash in on Drew or AJ on Sunday or maybe the next Raw or whatever. But, I mean, maybe that's just what he's waiting for, Vince. He goes, he wants that, you know, he wants that, you know, that pop. You know, obviously, you get it from, you know, the Thunderdome, but you don't get obviously, as good as, you know, a live audience there. So, maybe they're waiting for that. Who knows? But, I mean... At this point, I think they gotta try anything. I mean, like you said, the higher ups of USA are like, "Hey, fix this right now, or you know, something's gotta have to happen." I mean, they gotta—he's yeah. gotta have to listen to somebody. I mean, he's gotta step away or whatever. Some something's gotta change. Oh, it's just—it is what it is, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Now USA said they they want for more of an adult show. Uh, noodles, it, like I don't know if I want to see like lingerie matches like that type of a oh, well, show. And,
2: well this 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 also era of human beings wouldn't, wouldn't allow that <laughs> unfortunately um or most things that we would like to see uh but there's there's i mean i well, I, I feel most sorry for drew to be honest i mean right he, he became champion during the pandemic a lot of that glory and now he could be a, a casualty in here just for the sake of change and the change of yeah. a possibility of making something exciting whether ms being the champion would be great for business or not the sake of change is the only thing that might be intrigued some new ratings to come in through the door. That's the unfortunate part, because they clearly don't have much ideas of what to do with a lot of these guys, and just rehashing the same shit week after week after week after week.
0: And I'd like to think that the the one point five million people that did watch last week were just for Drew, <laughs> like and <laughs> well, that, well,
2: that's that's the scary part too, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you have nothing going on, like, all right, you might start off with watching the show Raw. Raw after the first segment if you have to wait three hours or two hours and 45 minutes just to get the break, most people ain't hanging around.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's a big question, man. I mean, it's, there's so many things and I, we hear, I feel like this is every year we hear this type of thing that, that there's going to be a big change, a shake or the quote unquote shake up now. Shake things up. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's and like, he's going to come out. Is going to come out again. Say the landscape of wrestling is going to change again. Like how many times have we heard that? That's, and how many times uh, has it been uh, something we, we,
2: how many times have they said it and it's gotten worse Mm -hmm. that's the pathetic part
0: yeah and like like jersey said before they they brought on raw underground and they altered that like immediately it was like and i thought in my opinion right before it got taken off the air it was like the best we've seen of raw underground and then bringing retribution trying to give us a new faction they fucked that up um
2: they they blew a lot of things
0: yeah it's so it's like
2: i don't know but Joe, i got a question for you though too like what at what point though right like Yeah, having the lowest rating show ever of all time in in their history is pretty damn bad. And the the ratings have been very subpar. But at some point, though, you do have to let some things marinate, too. When when Jersey was forecasting before, actually having real storylines and actually having a plan and some foresight, you have to let that build, too. Like, you can't make rash decisions from week to week to week. It's like watching the stock market. You know what I mean? If you watch it every day, you're going to lose your mind. You're going to, you know what I mean? You're going to lose your mind and and you're just not going to see that reward. You're just going to be unhappy all the time. And that's when you start making poor decisions. You have to let you know something develop a little bit. Whether you have to take a hit up front for something that may pay off later, you know that's also something you might have to consider at this stage of the game as you build something new. Because you can't keep going from week to week like this, because it's just a recipe for disaster.
0: No, you can't. Um, and I think like the storylines that that are marinating, that are going through that process, are the ones that are thriving. At least for the little amount on the show, is like the Drew and Sheamus, and that the main event pitcher and then Bray and Randy. And Alexa, like those are the only ones that actually stick out to me. And we say that every week. The only reasons why we watch Raw, and there's actually like thought behind those storylines, and and it seems like some sort of effort put into those. And you just wish they would that would be put into every, everything else. So I don't know. We don't know the ex- the finite details that happen behind the scenes every week. That's why I'd love to be a fly in the wall in one of those writers' meetings. I don't. I want to know what the fuck goes on.
1: I'd really we should dial into an investor call next time they have them. I'm not, oh i need to invest i'm not technically no stock. we can
0: we can dial into it even if we don't own stock yeah, yeah?
1: so it's, it's a publicly traded company joey
0: yeah but i thought you have to be a part no no okay. oh.
1: dude i, I dialed got to out. disney i dialed to the disney investor meeting last week and i had the best time of my life me and Tom we're going back and forth for hours <laughs> just sharing great stuff that disney's doing and if i can spend more money on disney i would, but they won't let me so wow Let's that's how share. good that they're doing
0: might as well just start calling you Walt. <laughs>
1: That's fine.
0: Call me Mickey if you want. Um, I want to stick with, <clears throat> again, continued frustration with Raw. And, I mean, we're going to hit on it briefly before we get into the, the popular stuff for the week. But um, before we go into that, another behind-the-scenes type thing, a story or incident, uh, they had a group of writers basically write a list of – superstars that they see that are underutilized and that could make a make an impact if they were used right uh common names that came up surprisingly sarcastically cesaro angel garza chad gable and then carmella and peyton royce um i think maybe carmella and peyton royce i guess they are they i don't know if carmella is technically underutilized she's
1: she was out on break and then she came I mean, she was out for a long time, though. Yeah, like, but she was out all summer.
2: Mean, not really due to injury, though, right? I think uh, it was, okay. no, like nothing going on. Like,
1: I thought I heard maybe something she was afraid,
3: you know, the whole COVID thing. I thought that maybe she was afraid. That's what I read. I don't know. Didn't her and Graves have it at some point? Too? I, that was the rumor that they did, but she came out and said no, but who knows? But yes. Okay. That
0: okay. has something to do with it. So, granted, Carmella's benefiting now. She's um, in the main event yeah. for yeah. the SmackDown Women's Championship. But the other four. Cesaro I mean arguably all time one of the most underutilized guys in the in the in the business You're
2: talking about five years <laughs> yes yeah.
0: and then Angel Garza we don't see him on TV great talent we love him here Chad Gable well, he's he's kind of making a resurgence after the Shorty G debacle and then Peyton Royce we don't know what they're doing with her so is there besides that list that we that we gave there at J3 is there anyone else that you see being underutilized that could make an impact
1: uh currently oh god i mean
0: the, w- the list is large but no i know
1: like i mean i just it's easy to think of like i i, I just immediately think of ricochet right and it's funny cause you're like well he's on tv yeah but he's not being used properly so when you say when you say like underutilized you know i mean i could think of two things either they're not there at all or they're not being used to the best of their best of their potential best sure. of their ability yeah um you know Ricochet's is a name that comes right to me immediately um because I just think he's what he did in NXT and what he did before even coming to NXT was fantastic. Like I don't think they realize the talent he has, but because he's a shorter guy, he already gets written off. But I mean, I his run in NXT was too short, and to be honest, he's that's where he needs to go back. Yeah, I agree. Just point. one person off the top of my head. That's fine. If I, if I thought if I looked at the roster, I probably think of a little bit better. It's a little bit hard to think of just like
0: yeah, that's fair. You know, it's thinking about fit. it, that's a great choice. Uh, bad news, anyone that sticks out to you? Mr. Alistair Black. Yeah.
3: Right there. I mean, what that poor what happened to that poor bastard once he got to the main roster? I mean, obviously I don't know that keeping him off. You know, obviously his wife, you know, got, you know, fired basically because she wanted to keep her, you know, her social media stuff up. But I mean, what the hell? I mean, the guy had such a great rundown, NXT, the champion and everything. His whole thing with Velveteen Dream he had, it was just great. And he just got lost up here, unfortunately. So that's just that's the one that came right to my right to my mind. So hopefully that changes, hopefully, in the next couple of months. I don't know. I mean, he wanted to go back to NXT after the whole debacle with his wife, but they said no, so I don't think they're just going to keep him off or they got something else planned for him. Who knows?
0: But, yeah, him, absolutely. Yeah, another one uh, of my favorites getting shit on, again. Um, it's just the, the luck of being uh, having me as a fan, I guess, because I think he – I don't even know – again, I'm pretty sure he's on SmackDown, can we uh, do we know? I don't him? even know. I don't maybe. even know. I yeah, don't even know, even know. know where hell he is. He is. Uh, um, I can't remember. But it's a shame, like you said, Tom. What from the soon as he got to the main roster it was like he started off hot, but then he, then they just like lost him. Man. And I don't know how you messed that guy up. Uh, he know, bring, even, he brings yeah. it in all aspects. I I believe uh maybe yeah, I'm character, surprised.
3: wrestling ability. I mean, they yeah. had a they had a golden mind with him, but they fucked it up. So. Yeah.
0: Nikki you know, news. Just before we get into uh, the next topic, anything uh, anyone that stick out to you that
2: uh, that's underutilized? And Cesaro is, uh, is clearly the most criminal, but I would say Nakamura as well. I mean, Nakamura lost to fucking Otis this week. <laughs> this guy was, you know, he killed it in NXT. Came up with the hottest thing going, one of the best entrances ever. It's been ruined, and you can you could double down on with the destruction of Keith Lake. They should make a DVD after his promotion the other day and make the, the the demise of Keith Lee because of what happened this week again. It's disgraceful. It is. I don't think there's any recovering with him, to be honest, this game. This game. And they'll make him lose all this crap, and then he'll, like, win the Rumble or some, some shit like that. All of a sudden, he's back to his glory. It's fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. Like, they'll... they'll- they bury... I
2: don't want to say bury him. I hate using that word, but like... I mean, clearly, he's, he's pretty much buried because Vince clearly doesn't like his wrestling style, which is one of the most freakish athletes on the fucking planet. Yeah. That right. a dream matchup would be Keith Lee versus fucking Brock Lesnar, and that's been, like, thrown out the window because he can't beat fucking Morrison.
0: Or The Miz. <laughs> or,
2: or The or Miz. Miz. It's, it's fucking pitiful.
0: It's rough, man. A lot of these guys... Again, it comes down to it... I don't know, man. A lot of questions, no answers, as always, with the, with the backstage... Um, on a lighter note, <laughs> I don't know how we get past that. Uh, there's been reports that NXT is bringing in some sort of de- developmental brand. Uh, we're not sure of a name yet, or uh, when it's going to arrive but it's going to be ran by gabe sapolsky who's uh was running a valve before was purchased by WWE, and i believe he also was behind the scenes at ring of honor at some point i know uh just something like i told you guys seeing interviews and stuff a lot of respect for this guy from behind the scenes he has a great wrestling mind triple h has spoke highly of him as well um and i believe i read that uh People at NXT were they listened to the Wrestling Journal podcast. They were so happy with the NXT segments that they want Jersey to report more every week. So now you have he to watch, it. now you have to watch more <laughs> wrestling on television. <laughs> Add it to the fifteen hours that we are or fifteen plus hours that we already watch. Jersey, uh, just because it's it's home for you on your segment. Uh, just thoughts on an additional possible hour that you have to watch every week
1: <laughs> boy oh boy i don't know where i find the time i mean to be honest I, that's why i have an ipad mini and, and joey gets at me for like taking a shower and bringing that ipad with me wherever i go because i have to there's just no time to be able to watch three hours of raw one hour, two hours now of impact two hours of nxt two hours at nxt uk two hours at AEW, two hours at smackdown it's like ridiculous mm. it's a full-time job
2: yeah it is
1: that's so Cap Meltzer in the fucking
2: business. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten fired yet. <laughs> he shouldn't have been able to write one fucking article. That guy sucks. Trash. Um,
0: but I think it's... Do you, do you like the idea of having NXT having...
1: Yes, I, I do. I do. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm just that's messing weird. around. Yeah. I do like the idea of it. I think it, it allows for some of your people that you don't have, um, that they're not ready for TV yet, to have a platform, right? And that's the whole point. Like, NXT was originally intended to be a developmental brand but they did so well with it and it exploded to what it is today that it became a third brand so now you have to go back to the drawing board and get your developmental brand again and if they do the right thing and follow the nxt model you might run into that problem again to be very honest um but i think it's good because there's just i think and even even um eric um from paper champions i mean he he would go to a lot of nxt live shows and would see a lot of the people that weren't always on tv yeah so but now they're on tv now because they developed to that point i think this is great because this is going to almost be like full circle again right we're going to do it all over again yeah i'm a fan
0: because i like i like the fact that we can see these guys that we before they debut on tv like you were just kind of saying and we kind of like have uh we get stock into them before like if we may not know these guys that they sign, right that that we don't wait until we see them on TV. We get to see them beforehand and wrestle beforehand, and like I don't know, build a fandom for them or fanship. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. I don't know.
1: Nothing like homegrown talent, man. We we say it in sports, we say it anywhere. That home, that homegrown talent just always feels a little bit more special. You feel a little bit more connected to it. Yeah. So. No, that's more cool. meaningful for sure. And just add
0: it to another show on the network that we can watch. I think. I mean, it's always. <laughs> uh, it's great. Just a lot of stuff to watch every week. Slow down, WWE. Um, (laughs) Just one more thing before we go into Raw. Physical Hall of Fame being built in Orlando. This is big. This is huge. Huge. Uh, Bad news, Tom Canale and Nicky News. I want your both opinions on this. Uh, You're both collectors and of sort, and I have that. Hit him, Tommy. Hit him. For Hall of Fame. (laughs) Um, Just thoughts on a physical Hall of Fame being built.
3: Oh, no. I mean, it's freaking awesome. I mean, I went to the Baseball Hall of Fame years ago and loved it and everything. And, I mean... That would be, it's, it's a dream, you know, a dream come true. I've wanted it for years, but I guess, you know, Vince speak. I was like, hey, you know what? With the whole, you know, pandemic thing, maybe some another way we can generate money somehow. And, yeah, I mean, you got, even though he's, you know, I think out of touch, I mean, he, he still has a mind for business. So, you know what I mean? So, I think it would be very cool down there. I mean, I'll take a trip down there and see it. I mean just think of like all the different wings they'll have and you know, all the diff- I mean I, I don't think they're going to do busts or you know plaques or whatever but no, nah, it's going to be very cool if it, they go through with it and I can't wait I really can't wait to see this
0: Yeah man it's pretty cool I uh, I've been to a couple of uh, WrestleMania's in my in my time and uh they have in the uh the access area for WWE access when they have the WrestleMania weekend they have uh like a Hall of Fame like section and I'm sure it'll be better than that but like just going even going through that is pretty fucking cool so um noodles just thoughts quick thoughts and uh hall of fame being built
2: yeah man it's amazing uh it's something we've all wanted for a long time right i mean to have all these year after year have these hall of fame honorees and there's really nowhere to go right it's just just a little thing on the website that he's a hall of famer you know but to actually have like a nice museum where you could see you know guys plaques read about their history see all these amazing artifacts that they have in all these warehouses to really you know showcase wrestling all these special moments of all our childhoods you know come into life in a way you know and to relive all that stuff is, is pretty special and and of course, a nice way for Vince to generate himself some more money, uh, for all these lost wages over this past year, you know, you charge an admission, you you see a museum. Uh, who knows? They can have uh, you know appearances, autograph signings, the works there that they can tie into events and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be a great thing for all of us, and something uh, a, a boys' trip will will definitely be in
1: charge for that. I like that one idea that you just had there, have like almost like an autograph signing like each day if if it's near somewhere near the CWC and and the perform, I guess. The- well, that's what the meet, former center meet, is now. Meet right? the fans, right?
2: they're, so, they're so important with, with the fan How base. How cool would that be, be yeah.
1: to, to be able to meet some of the future potential Hall of Famers that'd be cool. when you go cool. to the Hall of Fame? Well done. Write that down. Trademark that right now or send them the idea and tell them if they try to do it, you're going to sue them.
2: <laughs> Don't worry. They're listening. It'll, it'll be it'll be in the works. But well, if <laughs> they were listening, right, if they listen to our right. Raw yeah,
0: segments. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, oh, you've yes. been
2: demanding change, Jersey, and this could be the, the, the third nail, third strike. You, you know, to that, get all, all they
1: have to do, all I want to see is like just a little for them to care a little bit, right? It doesn't need to be like this one grand show and then it falls off because that, that doesn't mean anything, right? I know we're speaking about the, the cash and the, the money in the bank. If you don't tease it, you're not going to get that viewership that you want. You have to kind of allow some things to build slowly. Even if it's a little change on each show, one or two things to build up to that bigger show, that's what we need. We can't have this one blow-off show of, oh, Brock Lesnar's here, yeah, and then Brock Lesnar's well, gone. But yeah, that's, that's, that,
2: that's their yeah. MO, though, is the reactionary thing. It's like, oh, man, ratings are down. Let's get Brock in here for one episode. And reactionary oh, we, doesn't we won, always won, work. Right. We won the week. You know what I mean? It's yeah. about, you can't be just worried about winning the week. you got to win Weeks. a month. Yeah, uh, two months, you know what I mean? The half year mark, you know, the quarter, whatever. But what do you think though? It, I don't think it's really a lack of care though. That's, I think it's just, a,
1: I do think it's a lack of care because it's, this is, I think is, it's this a, is, a lack
2: of ineptitude more, more, I think a it's, of it could
1: be, I think it's a lack of both because to be honest, this is your baby. You're not treating it as you should be. This is, it wasn't, it's not how it's treated in the nineties, even in the early two thousands, even the post attitude era wasn't this, it was a product was much better than this. They're, I don't think they care at all, to be honest. I just think they're too busy with just <laughs> filling segments and trying to cash checks. They're just- I, got,
2: well, I, got, I got a question for all you, and I'd like your quick little input here. Sorry, sorry Joey, throw you a little curveball. Here. That's fine, man. Time, is- time thing, but at what point, though, do you think that they sort of abandon in this two-show platform and go back to the basics of putting everybody on the same shows and spread the wealth and actually create real rivalries and actually have their main talent all the time? instead of trying to create some talent that might not be workable at this stage of the game, right? How many people you have, you, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now with every guy they have on their roster. And most of these people you never even see. So what the fuck are they getting paid for?
1: And no, any of
2: them or anything else like that, but there is no live shows going on right now.
1: Well, so right now, you, but that's, that's the point of them, though.
2: But, it, but to not be able to not even use them now, you're never going to use them.
1: Well, future endeavored. That's why, that's why we let people, that's why I let people go.
2: I, and, and then i think part of this too is you know the same show where you're using the same same feuds over and over and over again where at least if you use them all in one show you can go in different directions that maybe we haven't seen before that maybe might intrigue some of us not so much of the same shit like the mysterio and and Rollins thing that went on for fucking half a year
0: bring it back bring it back i hate saying like the old back in the day but like Bring it back when there wasn't brand
2: separation. Short, <laughs> shorten down the titles. Like it doesn't. It, you don't have to. You don't have to have the, have your main guy wrestle on both shows, but have him involved. Yeah. Right? How awesome was it when when Drew showed up and, and they had their segment with, with with Roman? How awesome was that? You know, and yeah. it's like they didn't even have to touch each other. That's what's amazing yeah. about it. And they disregard all that all the time.
0: I think you start incorporating like I don't know, man. I think you need to. Do you got to th- do some
2: crossover shit at this point, in my yeah. opinion. I think that's even one of the you, only ways to really ignite some interest. Even if you casually, uh,
0: occasionally bring up like an, an NXT guy, it may not be for a, a a permanent spot on the main roster. But if Adam Cole showed up and did a program with Roman and went back to NXT after, like, I'm not maybe not Adam Cole, but like, something like that, like a mid card thing where you bring up like a Velveteen Dream, he does a he does a thing with plant Alice- the seed. Yeah, like it just and he'll go back down to NXT and come back. Like it doesn't have to be a permanent spot on the main roster. You're all in the same area right now. Take that
2: event. Ava- take advantage of that. You're Especially not- considering all they do is uh, you know, scrap something after one week anyway. What difference would it make?
0: Uh, at least give us like a quality match. <laughs> like if you're gonna if you're gonna give us like shit booking, at least give us quality matches. Again, we're, we're rarely seeing. So like it's we're not getting quality matches constantly, or we're not getting like st- stellar bo- like uh storytelling i don't know and,
2: and jersey always hit it on the head with nxt because no matter what happens nxt always has the best quality wrestling period yeah and even, if always the, even if the story doesn't make
0: sense which is rare in nxt you're gonna get fucking quality out of it no matter what they, they got competent writers down there that's why <laughs> It's insane. It's that one guy. I think. I think it's the, it comes down to the the the, uh, the head of the table, and that's runs the ball, Uncle Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, maybe he's the change that we need on on Raw. Is he gets permanent? Uh, I don't know if we'll ever see that. But um, I, well, at I some mean, point, I think
2: you have to, right? I mean, guy you've yeah. been with forever.
0: Uh, unfortunately, we go into Raw now, right? And um, <laughs> we're not gonna we we're not gonna spend too much time on it as we don't every week. Um, a couple of things that stuck out to me, uh, the opening segment, we had a dirt sheet, uh, they were mocking drew. It was funnier than it has been. Let's put it that way. Like the dirt sheet to me, we haven't really talked about it too much on, on here. Uh, it's been kind of corny to me and like Miz and Morrison haven't really been like super funny. Uh, they come off. It's, I don't know. It comes off kind of awkward sometimes, but the end result of this was AJ versus Sheamus and a rare occurrence of a very quality match on Monday night raw. Uh, Sheamus ended up losing, but I think Sheamus's current singles run is the best I've seen of him in his whole career, even though he's been champion prior. I think this is his best run that I, or at least in my opinion. Um, NJ3, just Sheamus and AJ, great match. Uh, we, something positive out of Raw.
1: Would you agree? I mean, they they probably put on the best wrestling match of the night, to be honest. Yeah. It was. They had great chemistry. It was good. I actually wish it went a little bit longer. I think it, it was exactly what you can hope for when you have two of your top guys go. And it's it's so sad that like that, that alone doesn't save the show. But in my opinion, that was a fantastic wrestling match. Um, I really enjoyed it between the two. They're clearly professionals and they're great at their craft. And it, was, it, just, it came through in what they did. And that's what happens when you kind of build wrestlers. They can just... They, they don't have a storyline together. There's no storyline together besides, I guess, him him being Drew's boy, yeah. Sheamus, meaning. But besides that, you still got that big match feel with the two of them.
0: I agree. that's yeah. all we need. Sometimes it's all we need. There may not be an end result of it, but we get a quality match and we can be happy with it. Um, questions concerning Lana now, uh, Nikki Noodles. Lana beat Nia Jax. Yeah.
2: No, that's a, i was an that was an upset of that like upset uh, of... Uh, bust, Buster Douglas off of Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: Naya and Shayna proceed to injure Lana pretty severely. Attack okay. her leg, angle area. Uh apparently she's no longer involved in the TLC tag match uh with Oscar against Shayna and Naya. Do you have any thoughts on who would be Oscar's replacement if you would like to see one at all?
2: I, I really don't. I really don't even understand what the hell's happening. I mean the, <laughs> all this investment time that they put in Alana to get to this point, have an amazing upset victory over Nia Jax of all people. And then you're writing her off, whether for storyline purposes, I don't know, maybe it's a legit injury, which I'm more hoping that's the case because if it's just a a write-off at this point, it'd be really disturbing to have this, this long of a period and an investment into that and get nothing out of it.
0: Imagine I said it before we got on here, imagine we seen Charlotte return and That'd be amazing, La- but then yeah, there but- would
2: bury Lana and the same exactly. time. Exactly, have to put like, all that effort to build it would be disturbing.
0: It'd be just a uh, oh man, Cla- would
2: be- classic, classic <laughs> McMahon though. <laughs>
0: classic, uh, classic V Cam. Um, yeah. I don't know questions, and I kind of I want to double down. New, New, Tom i will get to you in two seconds. Um, Jackson Riker made his debut on mm-hmm. Raw, and uh, he did. it seems to be that he's uh, Elias's bouncer type person he's uh trying security to security guard yeah. yeah security guard uh just i mean a great presence in the ring i don't know if you no saw question. did you see the uh the chokeslam sit down chokeslam he performed on whoever tried to it was very impressive yeah, yes. it was very impressive uh just thoughts on this potential uh going forward for <clears throat> elias and jackson rick uh,
2: it's hard to say i mean he's he definitely has he has the look he has the part. i enjoy it however i'm just like disturbed that they don't really use elias to the best of his abilities it's just that really bothers me that he doesn't he's a star and i feel like he's one of those guys on that list that we can go back to earlier like he he does get his screen time but he doesn't get enough in ring work as far as actually really wrestling uh his gimmick has always been over and i just don't understand the lack of his appeal in a championship setting to be honest
0: i you know that's a great point because i've always said i I think elias is insanely entertaining i think we could all agree awesome amazing uh in ring his guitar gimmick and everything um he's had some spots. Yeah, he had a WrestleMania moment with the Undertaker, which is pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. right? Was that WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah. Oh, was um, it
2: the day after? I thought
0: it was the day. day after. After, yeah. Something like that. But he had his moment with, with the Undertaker, which is something yeah, to say. Are, I mean,
2: no, no question. You you take yeah. those moments any day of the week. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, but like like you said, I haven't been I haven't seen him like in a spot where I can picture him as a champion yet. Um I hope the change I hope adding Riker to his side can give us some sort of uh believability in that i'm not sure where they're going to go with it but uh, i'm intrigued
2: more than i am doubtful so so he's going to win the 24-7 title next week i fucking hope not please go that's that's Um, the direction that they they go but but it doesn't bother you that he doesn't wrestle that much because he actually is really good
0: he's really good (laughs) he's phenomenal uh it's and he has a and he has a sick look to like just like his finish
2: the drift away is amazing finisher
1: come on man it's he's he's a wasted he's another wasted talent thank you, you, Jason. you can we argue. see him but he's not being utilized i think you can kind of use that that term in both ways right and he's it's great at what he utilized.
2: does but it, you'd like to see that carry el over to the ring right <laughs> you know?
1: that's what he was that's what he went as el, <laughs> el vagabundo <laughs> dude that was good stuff man that he see that's the thing and really quick and i want to i want you guys because i know we have we yeah. have a lot to catch up yeah. he's good in the ring he has plenty of charisma. He has a good gimmick. He actually can play guitar. And he's and a master, and on, the a t- master on the mic. the So right now, I think he has all the tools. It literally comes down to giving him something to do. I agree. <clears throat> I think and it's all
0: there. He just they have to let him give him time. Like I mean, the feuds we've seen him go and get into is, I mean, they've been good, but I want to see I want to see gold around this man's waist sometime soon.
2: Yeah, um, the that, would solid, that would solidify the, the rock star. The rockstar gimmick to be some type of important champion. Yeah. Not rolling up our truth here after a guitar shot. It's not. Give him a roadie too.
1: He needs like a roadie. Give him like a hot chick. To like, groupie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Groupie. I'm sorry. My bad. Okay. I don't know. I don't do the, the rock star lifestyle. Carries,
2: carries the gear.
1: All right. My bad. That's that's Riker.
2: But you you know
1: the you're 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 a rock star over there. I I don't live that gimmick. I just I don't. You know what I mean? I'm a one man band.
0: Uh bad news. We got a a Firefly Funhouse, uh I'll never say that right, uh field trip on Raw. Uh I thought it was refreshing to see Bray Bray cut a promo live again. I think we've yeah. seen a lot of pre-recorded uh stuff, and it was good to see him cut a live gimmick, uh live uh promo. Um he ended up playing hide and seek with Randy throughout the episode, and then we get uh <clears throat> randy attacking him and burning him it was it a casket or a, some sort of ca- or i think it was just like a box a box. box yeah yeah Lighting him on fire uh and then the fiend comes out and attacks him i thought that was pretty cool again little things that stick out and make the show somewhat watchable uh, somewhat being very uh frowned upon so what are your just thoughts because i know you're a big bray guy just uh did you like this whole scenario throughout the show with bray going around backstage looking for looking for randy
3: Oh, yeah, no, definitely. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I love he, you know, he's interacting with R-Truth. I thought that was pretty funny. You know, them in the back there, that was pretty cool. And I thought it was pretty cool how they brought the rocking chair back. I thought that was a very, very cool touch. And he saw it and, you know, he sat in it. And then, you know, obviously Randy attacked him and they went from there. But no, I mean, anything that guy does, I mean, on Raw especially, is going to be gold. It's going to be probably, most likely going to be the best part of the show. Yeah, so, I agree. And, and that's, and I personally think it was. I mean, it was very cool, you know. Randy, you know he like we, we know he likes to set things on fire. I mean caskets, houses, and you know, all the guys just a pyro. So no, I was you know interested to see that again, but no, and to see the fiend come out was just I mean you know very cool. So it was cool. And I think they're doing an inferno match at
0: TLC tomorrow or something like that. I think yeah, that's it's it. like a, a Firefly Inferno match or something like that. Yeah,
3: so that should be should be very interesting to see. So no, I mean, like I said, best part of Raw, obviously every week with them, and you know just he's he's great hope hope they keep you know doing what they're doing with him obviously i don't know if he's writing his own stuff because the people writing the, uh, the rest of the show obviously aren't doing it because you know we're not getting as good as you know with like
0: with him so yeah like we said who, whoever's writing the the fiend stuff should, should be writing the whole show in my opinion hopefully it's not the same person because that'd be fucking weird i um, think it's right i think it's Bray. so yeah <laughs>
2: that's to so be somebody he's the, only, he's the most creative guys out there
0: yeah um I'll end off raw here just quick. Uh, AJ and drew with the title hanging ceremony. Um, thought it was interesting. I thought it was good uh, just to end off the, the go home show. Um, Drew's the odds are stacked against drew going into the TLC. Let's be honest. He has AJ going after him. Miz and Morrison are on the side. You have almost on the side too. I mean, he, it's it's basically, and Sheamus is back there helping him out, but it's still odds against him. So, uh, it's, we don't know what's going to happen to LC now with this whole change coming to Raw, apparently. Uh, I think it's, it leaves a little more speculation with, with the outcome of these matches coming from Raw. So I'm interested to see the route they go, uh, come Sunday or tomorrow, technically. Um, ng3 we're gonna we're gonna go in 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 daily order here uh bring us a little positive here with uh these wednesday nights um i would would be happy to
1: i would be actually happy to and i know we got to move along so let's do this thing um we'll start with nxt this week since we were talking we we dropped nxt a little bit we'll start with nxt this week um tom i didn't know that being an artist like dexter loomis that he can actually use an ipad too besides actually using a normal what is it um i guess a paper on an easel or whatever you do (laughs) Mm -hmm. um he sat there and I thought of you. and I'm like, "Hmm, what does Tommy think of this segment?" And as we go through the show, we he it gets revealed that he will be the host of New Year's Evil. Now, this may be the first time that we have a host that doesn't speak. Yeah, so, that's, Tom, that's, yeah. take me take me through. I'm. I mean, I I like the moment. I was cool for it. But now I'm like, "How is this going to happen? Like, how? What do you think? Like, how could he? How is he going to communicate? What is he going to do? Is he just going to draw stuff? Like, that's yeah." Is he gonna speak? No,
3: (laughs) I don't think he's gonna speak. But maybe you know he'll have like paintings that he's done already. Like he's doing like his finishing touches, and he reveals like what's gonna happen. I mean, obviously you know completely different with shots. You know when she hosted Halloween Havoc, how awesome that was. I'm curious to see what they're gonna do. You know with him, but no, I think maybe he'll communicate with his paintings. Like he'll flip one up, and like the first match will be you know whatever you know of the night and stuff. So no, it should be interesting. And like we've been saying, the guy doesn't have to talk. He just communicates with his eyes. So you know he'll just you know basically say okay do this now, or this might happen to you. Maybe he keeps flipping stuff up, you know, type of thing. So,
1: no, it should be should be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see it. You know, it should be pretty cool when you were talking through it. I just thought about it, like, almost like where a match finishes and, like, however the finish may be, whether it's some guy, like, whether it's, like, Loomis standing over, um, you know, um, Cameron Grimes and then someone flips his picture. To actually mimic that he drew that picture before it even happened like something cool, cool like that yeah. i would like to see something like that it'd be kind of wild but yeah we have a host new year's evil dexter loomis so I thought it was gonna I'm be sorry. my bad i thought you were done no
0: god <laughs> <laughs> i thought i thought it was funny when wade barrett said he got like freaked out he's like what he can't be the host he doesn't even talk it just
1: like i don't know that no, was good no, i know little things like that make you happy let's stick with you joey since you got a lot to say um tyler rust Tyler Rust right Joe I didn't think this guy had it like he did There was no ring on... rust
2: on Mr. Ru- on Tyler No he
1: took on Tommaso Ciampa In what I thought was a very enjoyable Very enjoyable match um, You know Ciampa got the win but Joey What I wanted to kind of turn to you is After the match Malcolm Bibbins mm-hmm. Your guy Looks like he's going to be teaming up with Tyler Rust Looks like a good pairing What do you think
0: yeah, I think I've been waiting for Malcolm Bivens to get on TV like permanently. Um, he had the tag team, whatever Indu, uh, I in what Share, Indu Share, in and they ceased to now exist. Now they're Indu gone. <laughs> just kidding. bad dad oh, joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I and also the match itself kind of rem- we talked about it a few weeks ago with uh, uh, Hangman and John Silver and AEW how like we knew going into the match that Trump was going to win, but they gave rust like an opportunity to show showcase what he can do. And that's something that we need to see often. Like, cause I, we don't, I don't have much investment in rust, but after seeing that match, I could see his capabilities and I'm sold. I think he's a great worker. He, he did a lot of cool shit. And then now they align him with Malcolm Bivens, who we know can deliver some sort of promo on the mic and it just, could just build character. And I think it's a, it's an interesting, but great pairing at the same time. I'm definitely intrigued to see what they have going forward.
1: I figured you would be. And to be honest, I like Russ's look. I mean, he has a very good look. His ring work is fantastic. And what I saw, at least in that match, I mean, I know Champa gives that good rub, but I mean, at the end of the day, you still got to hold your own. Um, I thought he held his own, his own very well. I like to see a little facial hair on him. He looked a little weird with that little facial hair and with the long hair. I feel like he like a little bit missing, but then would he look too much like Seth Rollins with facial hair? I don't know. I guess we can kind of compare the two, but I thought it was good. I did appreciate that match. Um, Another match, noodles, which I know you love. Hard hitting matches. Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunn for the number oh, one contendership. I mean, tremendous. we went through two commercial picture and picture breaks. That's how much <laughs> time they wanted to give this match. But even so, like I hate. First of all, I, that's one thing I don't like is I don't like a good match going through a commercial break. Or even I hate it. I takes away it as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree. But you know, having these two be able to to go at it for the number one contendership. I mean, Pete Dunn is. I mean, he's. He's I always been top. a stud,
2: but he's, he's he's going into the level of, like, major league. I think superstardom, you know I mean? to be yeah, honest. I, I think I he's a superstar. Especially as a heel. I mean, he can be top-notch. I know he's a little undersized, but his jackness now has, has, has put him into that realm.
1: Dude, him and Kyle O'Reilly. Because I'm, I'm sitting there watching, like, damn, this is hard-hitting. This yeah. is good stuff. Like, this is – that's all we need, right? Because at the end of the day, you, you, see how, like, you see how the storytelling was? I'm not going to go through the whole thing. You had the brand, and you had – uh, the UE lead into war games, war games finishes. They both have a claim for the number one contendership. We get a match later. You see how that progression just happened. It was very yeah. simple. It was easy and it covered so many different shows. And the payoff was this fantastic match that we got and the winner getting the number one contendership and that winner being Kyle O'Reilly. Awesome. So it's going to be as Finn Balor said, the end. So Nick Riley done two you up for it?
2: You mean, Riley. Yeah, I, mean, K- I mean, Riley yes, Finn yes, too. Yes, of course. How can you not be? The first one was was absolutely tremendous, and uh, Finn's been out for a little while, but injuries sustained in that epic classic. Uh, so it'd be nice to see them finish it off one more time. It'd be amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I loved it. I really enjoyed and, and it. This,
2: and this time around, I have I actually have some believability that I think Kyle O'Reilly can win it. Where the first time I wasn't expecting it. Now, I think he earned it. Right. In my personal opinion.
1: <laughs> and See, and, that, and that's all. And that's all we're talking about. This is <laughs> this is all we ask for, man. <laughs> Just a little bit of thought and a little bit of care into storylines. And, and look how look how much look how well received it is. Right. And wasn't this, wasn't
2: Pete Dunn the one who hit turned on Kyle O'Reilly that one time? Yeah. When he was going after those guys, too. Like, so it mm-hmm. started there and it carried over all the way to now. Think about
1: it. See, that. yeah. that's 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 all we that's what we that ask for. It's so it's <laughs> it seems so easy but for some reason, it's so, it's hard, so hard for the main roster. <laughs> um, but no, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Great point. Thank you for bringing that one back up. Um, Joey, the return of Karrion Cross. Now, yeah, we had, to see him in, we had to see him in an enhancement match, right, before we see him in a big match with sure. somebody. That's fair, right? He's got to get the ring rust off. No matter how hard you train outside of the ring, all the professionals always say it's never. you can never um, mimic the in-ring that it takes. So we took on Troy. Um I think it's one of Nick's guys, one of the underutilized guys that Nick likes, Troy, I think it is. I I, I that's I think the Desmond guy's name Troy, is so. Desmond something. Troy some yeah, something like that. Anyway, it was a quick match Joe, but Cross was back. That entrance that we love is back. Cross looked good, he looked strong, he looked physical, he looked mean, and um I mean he challenged Priest New Year's Evil that what we want to see? That's what we're hoping to see. What do you what are yeah, you
0: thinking? I think uh getting that little before he finally goes back to the title, uh getting priest is is top notch. I think you can't really ask for a better matchup at the current moment. Um and all I gotta say is Priest better tuck your chin, brother. That's right. Tuck That's your chin. Saying. It <laughs> was pretty cool. Um, yeah, but also I just want to mention to uh, the internet wrestling community the AEW marks that are out there that said carrying Cross is all entrance and that's it Can go fuck yeah. themselves exactly. right up their ass.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking retarded, so it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, I just saw that. You know, I'm,
0: I'm always on Twitter. I gotta read the tweets yeah. and stuff. And those people are out there, and you, you're fucking you, retarded.
2: you, you, <laughs> you, you the been, but I just did. you have you, been receiving yeah. some serious blowback from some of these cats out there, Joey. It's it's a little disturbing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you got you got to take it. You know, walk away. But I can <laughs> unleash my fury on here because it's my own platform.
1: I can't get fired. So. Oh, you cannot. You yeah. well, maybe you can. Lori might be able to fire you, but she's she's the board. Lori's the board. <laughs> so, she's the board of directors. Yeah. Her, her and your daughter, <laughs> board of directors. <laughs> I love it. Um, Tommy, main event time. Now this is this is this is a story we've seen before, but we haven't seen it here, not in UK, more or less over here in um, NXT USA, I guess if you want to say. Um, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm. Tommy, that match was – that match, in my opinion, again, another fantastic bout. I mean, that headbutt spot that they had, that was, they, oh, my – oh, I, I popped for that one big time. I loved it. I loved it. The sell job from both of those girls, oh, my God. Um, it was it was such a good main event. It was so good that they trust these girls to do what they do. Um, I loved everything about it. The, Raquel got involved a little bit. She distracted uh, Rhea. Tony hit, Tony hit Rhea with the Storm Zero for the win. Now, in my opinion, I think this is the right way to go. Like, if I was booking this one, I would have booked it this way because you get more out of it when you have to have Rhea chase Tony.
3: Oh, absolutely. That's, yeah. what, that's
1: what I want to see. So that—that's just my opinion. But Tommy, take me through the match. You loved it, or you didn't like it? Were you happy with the outcome? What do you think? No, thinking? I mean,
3: absolutely. I mean, loved it. I mean, those two—they put, you know. I mean, I think as of now, I think that's definitely two of the best of the women down there in NXT right now. I mean, the match. You know, I think we've been Here wanting for a while you know they said they were over in the uk but now they finally had it here which is pretty cool and just you know the the like you said that head that headbutt thing oh it's just unreal between the both of them and it's just and i kind of like Ra- raquel getting involved you know because you know her and tony are like you know buddies now and you know helping her out and everything so when her getting involved kind of like you know puts tony over you know, it was dirty but you know that's what you want from a heel obviously down there And it was just very cool. And it looks – I don't know if Rhea and Raquel are going to be going back at it again. But like we said, future down the line. You know what I mean? They're planning for something. So it's going to be very cool. But, you know, much – I mean, to get you a main event down there for the women, it's like a common thing, which is awesome. You know what I
1: mean? I mean, how many times have we seen it down there? So just They open the show sometimes. They're in the middle of the show sometimes. They close the show. They're on the same par as the men. And that's just what's so nice about NXT down there is that you have – if you're watching the women or the men, you're going to get quality wrestling. And that's just all we ever hope for.
3: Exactly. Um, yep.
1: And I also did want to hit a point on, um, on Dakota Kai that supposedly her work visa right now is being, I guess there's a couple of complications, with her work visa. So that's that could be why she's been off TV, but maybe that's why that you're just alluding to that Raquel could be aligning herself with Tony a little bit until Dakota gets back, which could be cool because then you can also bring in Ember. Yep. You know what I mean? So like, you then you can bring Ember a part of you can give her something to do. So it's just it's just good cycling of 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 superstars and storytelling. But I thought NXT, I thought overall was a good show. I enjoyed it this week. Um, a lot came out of it. Joey.
0: Yeah, just quick. I I know it's kind of. Off the level of the three last things we spoke about, but I wanted to get your opinion, G3 just because you're the host of it. But um, what do you think of the Zia Lee stuff? The the segments, the promos that we get from there. I, I'm just, I don't know where they're going. They they hit they have they show like that old trainer guy, but then they, now they're showing like a woman in face paint. It seems like directing everything. I just don't know. I'm interested, and in I just don't, I have no idea what could be the outcome
1: of it. I mean, you know what? To be honest, I wrote it down in my notes. It's so hard because they, they ran the same vignette as last week, right? And that's fine because now they're at the point where they they were abducted. They went through this training, this blood, this beatdown. They're trying to follow in the way. Well, not the way. That's another group. I'm sorry. They're trying to follow a, a path. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Um, but who's behind it? I, I guess this woman's behind it. But who have they signed recently or who are they going to elevate to be this quote-unquote person? I, don't know. I I'm really – curious i i don't i can't guess I, I was thinking about it a lot after watching i like who could it be yeah i do love because you br- have to think it's the, that that person to be behind the scenes being the puppet master yeah that's that's got to be the gimmick they're going to go with and then zaya and bo are going to fight the fight until she has to step up and i guess be the person
0: yeah i do love the brutality of the the video packages though it's pretty it's pretty cool it kind of reminds me of like almost like a kill bill-esque like yeah, uh, the, yeah i don't know it's cool i like it just wanted really I, cool. I wanted to bring that up because i feel like
1: we i i've had it written down i just keep forgetting to ask you what you thought on that i think it's good i like it i just now i think we need to see the return of boa and or Zaya in some yeah. fashion to the to the, to capital wrestling center Sure. I think that's where I'd want to take it next. I want to see them return in this new "quote unquote" gimmick or new mindset, and keep the storyline going. But I want to see them now back in the ring. Like I think they, I think they've "quote unquote" they've faced their demons. They've been reborn or rebirthed or baptized or whatever you want to say in this new faith or, you know, way that they're going down. So now I want to see them back in some yeah. capacity.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: Um, no, I appreciate the question. NXT was, I mean, in my opinion, I thought NXT was a good show this week. I mean, we had, it, you know, the way. You know, Gargano and, and, and Theory come out. Dexter Loomis is now the host of uh, of um, New Year's Evil. Tyler Rust, we have a number one contendership. We had Karrion Cross and we had the girls finish the show. I mean, could you ask for more? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> it was a fantastic two hours of wrestling on Wednesday on the USA Network and I enjoyed it. But we know that our Wednesdays are a two part night. So let's turn over to TNT. All right, Ted Turner. Um, Before we get into, actually, AEW Dynamite, for those who don't watch Impact Wrestling, um, we know that there's some sort of sharing partnership between the two. We now have a, I I would assume, a main event, Saturday, January 16th, Impact, Hard to Kill. I know that name is something Nicky Noodles came up with. I know he likes stuff like that. (laughs) Um, We have Kenny Omega, the AEW champion, teaming with The Good Brothers, taking on Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns. Now, putting Impact aside, putting AEW aside, putting whatever aside, these six guys, I think are gonna put on a show. I really do. Because when Rich Swann didn't get in trouble in, in, in WWE and his 205 time, whatever, he was a good wrestler. He was. Um, Motor City Machine Guns, man, that they take me back. I mean, I used to watch them back when it was TNA, and I, and I love those guys um i think you can't say much about carl anderson and luke gallows i mean they're fantastic and no matter what you want to say about kenny omega he is doing the he's back he is back on top arguably one of the best in the game going right now i'm down for this i will watch this main event let's do this one quick cause i know we got to get to our predictions and get through dynamite um joey do you like this main event are you are you down with this is this, is this kind of intriguing you a little bit
0: yeah no i think uh it's a good start to what I hope they have planned to do like more of, and that's intercrossing. What if that's not even a word? But you know what I mean. Meshing the brands, getting Kenny involved, or other guys involved on their shows. Um, and I, I, don't want to sound a Debbie down. I just hope we get more too. I just don't want it to be like just Kenny going from the shows. I want to see like other real brand rivalry. Yeah, real brand rivalry. Other competitors coming over. But I think I like the the acknowledgement of the bill Club of. Like stuff like that like that's cool like keep it if you're gonna keep doing stuff if you're gonna just bring kenny over like acknowledge stuff like
1: that but i just hope i I think go ahead no please I
0: i just want to see more than just kenny going back and forth i want to you know what i mean i know it's still very early in the stages of this this happening but just me thinking ahead like i want to see the young bucks get involved at some point too you know what i mean like if we saw like if the end if we somehow saw kenny and the good brothers versus like cody and the young bucks like sign me the fuck up like immediately like that just it it speaks it just has there's a story behind it that was from like new japan like just makes sense i don't know
1: yeah no i agree and i was just gonna say i feel like they're trying to make impact cool again you know what i mean i think that's like and you you said it before when you were describing this like that's important is to try to make it cool again make it something that we want to watch not that we have to watch yeah right that's the mindset that I think that they're they're going down, in my opinion. And I, I think it's really cool. And I'm excited. to. And I, I guess, who do you think would be a good person to go over to AEW Dynamite on Wednesday as like the first person besides Don Callis? Um, but an impact wrestler going over, who do you want to see go over, if you can think of something?
0: I don't know. I'm, so unfortunately, like, I still can't watch as we as we said earlier. There's a lot of wrestling to watch every week. That's why I rely on you to watch Impact Force. <laughs> uh, I can't watch it weekly yet. I'm just not. I'm not. In, it's not in my uh, my emotions here. But I, I follow like on the online and stuff with the reports. Um, I'm not sure who I want from Impact to head on over to AEW because like Rich Swan's their heavyweight champ, like their big champion Moose. Maybe I guess he's their secondary, but like no one else singles wise. I mean, you get, like they have a couple tag teams that that like, if the good brothers came over, that would have been cool. But obviously they're already getting, well, no, in. but that's yeah. right. But sure. that would make so, sense to me. And I, I hate to like say, cause like they have a bigger name, but like it would be the, the biggest impact. No pun intended. If they came over, cause they have that X WWE like that, that name where I just can't think off the top of my head, who else
1: is over there and an impact that would make, I think the good brothers would be yeah. honestly, in my opinion, probably the best, to, best to come over because that, that would be fantastic to see them stand off against the young Bucks. Yeah, no, be and great. have Kenny, who's boys with the Young Bucks, but now aligning himself with the Good Brothers, choose them.
0: Yeah,
1: which will possibly lead to your storyline. Yeah, which no, I thought would be really cool. No,
0: I think it'd be great, and I think that's yeah. money right there.
1: So absolute money. Um, no, I thought it was really good. So let's get into Dynamite. Something that Dynamite does really well, and in my opinion, I know Nick doesn't agree to it, but they usually open the show pretty hot. Um, I do like the fast-paced tag match, or, or that that opening contest that they usually kind of open the show with. They're ready to bang out right away. There's no like, you know, you come in, the pyro goes off, then the entrance is like it's like ready to go. Like they're like, let's do this thing. This had me cracking up, and I hope you guys know what I'm talking about. The segment, um, Tommy, Adam Page came out, <laughs> right, and then right to the left and the right of him were Silver and Reynolds dressed up in Dark Order cowboy gear. Tell me, tell me that did not make you laugh and smile. That I loved it. I okay. and they did the whole thing with the hat, and they put the hand. I just I lost it. I was enjoying that segment.
3: No, of course it did. I mean, they're trying really hard to get you know Mr. The Cowboy into the Dark Order here. I mean, you know, dressing up like him and stuff. And what more can we say about Silver? The guy is just uh, the probably the funniest guy, yet, maybe in wrestling. I mean, the guy is just great. I mean, every, every week. It's Dude, cow- I had a, I had a
1: rewatch that segment like two or three times just that intro, just because I <laughs> thought it was absolutely hysterical to see the two of them dressed up in cowboy gear and then see Paige get so pissed about it, and they did the whole thing with the hand in the air. Oh, it was, it was really good. It was really good. Um, they Jersey, 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 I'll give you yeah. credit.
2: You, were the, you were the first on the long John Silver bandwagon.
1: Yeah. Hey you. man, That's he's he's. He's fantastic. I love him. He, he's, he, in my running. opinion, he's the leader of the Dark Order. That guy's great. <laughs> um, they took on Matt Hardy in Private Party. Matt Hardy is definitely, he's he's going down the heel route, I guess. Or I don't know, whatever. I guess what do they call? What Tommy? How with this one? What are they calling Matt's like? The Matt Multiverse or the Matt? Yeah, do you was, know what they're calling him? I Something think, like that. Retirement. Matt retirement. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Um. But it was a good opening contest. Hardy and Pride Party did get the win, Tommy, which you know I guess That's they maybe needed. That was a little
3: surprising, I, I gotta admit yeah. that was surprising to see that. I was definitely surprised by
1: that, but I don't think it hurts Paige and um, and Reynolds and Silver as much as I think it would. It would put the other the other three down. Um, I mean, funny segment. I, I thought a good good opening contest. You just alluded to that you were surprised by the finish.
3: Yeah, I mean, I just thought you know with everything you know they've been building with you know. The, silver and you know page over the last few weeks and i mean i really thought them okay this is you know the go over you know maybe i mean i don't think it's gonna have him join the dark order but you know maybe this is like his way of you know like hey look we we were well together come join us type of thing so but hey maybe you know they're playing down the road for something else but yeah like it's just very surprising that they they lost but yeah is what i, it
1: thought, is. So too. I thought so too uh joey help me out with this one Cody and Brandy welcome us, welcome us into their home, right? Yeah. Something that you've done to us on the, on the, on the podcast, as well as all our, our listeners. Sure. Um, you know, it, it was, it was a nice moment. There was a little box, a little Gucci box that was opened up and when we opened up it was little mini shoes and it's we're expecting in 2021. So I have to ask you from, from me and now Cody to be a father and you being a father, how did Lori tell you that she was pregnant? Did she get you like a little mini wrestling belt, like a little, like the little, um, little something? Like what, what, what did she do? And did you think uh, what, uh, what was the announcement was nice?
0: No, I was. It was five thirty in the morning. She just woke me up in the middle of the night, and I had no zero to no reaction at all. <laughs> okay. And I'm an emotional classic, guy. You guys, guys, you guys know. This. I'm a very emotional guy. Uh, I was, and then like the next day it hit me, and then I like got like emotional about it. it just like I was sleeping before work, and then you know. Wakes me up. Yeah. I, thought, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but I i mean, it was, I was happy. In, inside, I was very happy. But my physical emotion was not there. I was like, what? Okay.
1: But uh, it no, wasn't. Just, I appreciate you sharing that story with the with the listeners. That's great. It wasn't
0: a Gucci box or uh, anything. It wasn't a Gucci Prada? box. Prada? No.
1: Prada? no, it was like no. Old Navy. Um, <laughs>
0: Hey, great to here. I love We're, middle, we're middle class <laughs> legends over here, people. I
1: um,
0: Jersey, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't. I hate interrupting. I hate going backtracking, But I just had a serious question for you um, with sure. Hangman Quick. I know we, we don't want to backtrack too much here, because um, c- we haven't seen Brody Lee for some time now. Um, Noodles may be a fan of that. I'm not sure, it's but better, uh, it's better that way. I I sure miss him on TV. Of course, so I you think do. we can get some sort of like. Mm, i was just thinking too much like they're trying to bring in hangman so much that brody lee comes back and like kind of gets jealous and like they, they there's, like there's like a a torn line between like who's on if the hangman starts like getting that like that feeling that he actually kind of wants to join a dark order and then like we get the brody hangman uh uh feud is that something you'd want to see like i don't know if that's maybe not that's st- the actual storyline but like even just hangman versus brody i think would be a solid storyline somehow
1: well so they don't bite off of kind of what's what's going to happen with the inner circle right because you got to think that's like a very similar storyline of the of the inner circle that's true but i do think that if they tease it a little bit but brody comes back which then starts a feud between the two i think would be pretty cool um i don't think that he should get in because then like i said they're just mimicking the inner circle storyline but i do think a feud between the two of them could be really good it could be something good for both of them i i do agree with that and i would love to see that okay cool i just wanted to I, it, it no, was, it? I wrote it down because I, I thought of it as I was watching it. But. No, no problem. No problem. I, that was a good question. Um, but staying with you, Joey and Cody, um, Cody takes on Helico. Um, not an opponent that I normally would see Cody in the ring with.
2: Yeah.
1: It was definitely a very interesting type of match. Not bad. I didn't think it was, oh, my God, but I think it was bad. I think it was just a decent match. But after the match is what I want to kind of get into. Um, <laughs> Cody gets the win, um, obviously. And Team Taz comes out to take verbal shots at Cody and Darby. And one shot that they took, which made me laugh, was that I think Ricky Starks called Darby Allen Turtle Kid from that I Like Turtles. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was
3: amazing. I was like,
1: wow. Well done. Absolute Ricky Starks. Well done. Um, <laughs> but they were, you know, so they were ready to kind of get physical with them. And then out of nowhere, the Sting's music hits. He comes out. Hobbs wanted, to get, Hobbs wanted to get physical with Sting. They had to hold him back. That was cool. Yeah. Now, I know we spoke about it when we kind of introduced Sting, um, and I'll give our opinion on what we want to see him do, but it does seem that they're going to lead to, in my opinion, a three-on-three match.
0: Yeah.
1: Sting, Darby, Cody, Hobbs, Ricky, and Cage. Now, we said it before, great way to protect him. Now that we kind of see it coming to fruition, Joey, it, we're, we're, we think it's probably the best way to introduce him over there, right? In a tag yeah. match
0: sure and i think it'll get the other guys over as well you give them them the rub the other three cage uh starks and Hobbs. but uh no i think it's like we said it's the best way to 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 get stinging get off he has serious probably has some serious ring rust he hasn't been in a ring on tv in how many years or five years, years yeah so um I think it'd be great just to get him that, that start off and then he could branch off to whatever else he wants to do with Darby or Cody, whatever they, whatever they have planned. It's not the, the main event uh, match that we're going to get yet, but I think it's a nice little start off. He's he's going to be in the ring with some solid workers. So I, I I'm not uh, opposed to it.
1: No, I, I think it's the safest. I think it's the smartest bet to do and that's to be honest, and you i always talk about you know I mean? yeah i up. i actually i actually got to say like this is probably something that i would i actually i am 100 percent behind it i am 100 percent behind it so wait like can, it we, can
0: we say this like it's not like how when goldberg comes in and he beats whoever the fucking champion is or he goes right to the main event like sting came in and he's gonna be a mid-card match on a fucking show like that's insane wow. that's crazy like did, that's where that's where the egos are maybe i don't know i'm not sure but i okay. think it's pretty cool man I,
2: on, on a side note, though, I, I did see something uh, uh, last late last night that uh, the most liked picture on WWE Instagram for the entire year was Goldberg winning the title from the Fiend, and with the comment was basically, "This is why McMahon always goes back to the same will."
0: Yeah, we I mean, had I mentioned that, like the YouTube views and stuff yeah. like that. They he'll, yeah. he sees Lana and uh, Rusev inter- interrupting the, the Lana yeah, the wedding, president. and that has the most views, and that's why he kept he keeps doing shit like that. So. I don't know who to blame on that one, but
1: <laughs> it's like, just like trying to teach your grandfather how to use um, social yeah. media. Yeah. I know. So I'll tell you that
0: read the comments. Yeah. Don't just look at the likes, buddy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> comments um, are more important than the likes. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Noodles. MJF won the award from the New York times for dinner. Debonair. I know that. I know that sat well with you. That's your boy. Of course. I, I know not. that you, I know that you've loved that segment. Um, he also, the inner circle with MJF and poor Wardlow was, um, he was he was missing. So, I, they did make knowledge that he wasn't around, Joey. So, I'm sorry, but shout out to Wardlow, of course. But uh, MJF and the inner circle took on Chuck Taylor, Trent, Varsity Blondes, and Top Flight. Oh, there's a lot going on in that match. It was a 12-on-12 12 12 tag match, right? Six-on-six, <laughs> 12-man six, <laughs> tag match. Um, <laughs> stuff, that we make, stuff that we make jokes about, but legit, <laughs> they put everyone in the match. But Nonetheless, they good spots. Yeah, it was a lot like going a, on oh my for god, sure. a lot going on for sure. But the inner circle gets the win. And what I thought was interesting is that Jake Hager hit Wardlow's finish. No, wasn't oh, that fuck. not? Yeah, it was oh, the F ten. Now I was my head he, like mad. I'm pissed. Oh my god, like, I'm like, I swear I saw that I took my notes for it. Yeah. Um so <laughs> Jake Hager hits the F ten and then tags in MJF to get the win. Which I thought was very interesting. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, he wins, he wins the award, he gets the pin, doesn't have to do the work. Classic Classic MJF. <laughs> classic MJF, seeds being planted. Absolutely, big okay. time seeds. Are you happy with the route that we're going down with, with this kind of going on? Because we know that eventually there's going to be a divide in the inner circle. Yeah, as Yeah, sure. Going to tease.
2: And, that, and that divide, with the teasing, it, you know, creates good, good television. It, it, it does its job. It, it highlights uh, different characters. It makes you laugh. But in end, the big payoffs is where it's going to take these characters and this company possibly to a different level. You know what I mean? With the creation of new guys and bringing guys to the forefront as the faces of AEW.
1: Yeah. Well said. Well said. Um, again, I know we're running really low on time. We got to get to our predictions. But uh, Tommy, Kenny Omega, Joey Janela, the main event that I know you wanted because we didn't get to see them wrestle because um, – Sonny Kiss had to take Joey Janela's spot because I think Joey might have been near someone with COVID during the Eliminator tournament, Eliminator gauntlet match. So we finally got the match that we were looking for. It was a no DQ match Um, in very heelish fashion, uh, fashion. Don was on color commentary with a mic. That was very interesting to hear him call the match from from the side of the ring like he did. Not only that, Kenny called the match himself a little bit yeah. too. He got on the mic as well. Yeah, was it was cool. it was extremely physical, very hard hitting. Um I think still continuing to push Kenny down as a, a heel I think they did a great job with it. Um, I'm very jealous of Joey Janela for his personal achievements that he that he's <laughs> obtained in life. Shout out to so Janella. anytime I see him, I do want him to to lose for that reason. And every time he got hit with one of those cooking sheets, or as Don Callis said, disgusting cooking sheets, um, it made me feel a little happier on the inside. Kenny gets the win. After the match, Pac and the death triangle come out. And Pac says that Ray Phoenix never lost in the gauntlet match we are going to be setting up Kenny and Ray Phoenix. So I know it's kind of a two-part thing. Um, did you enjoy the match itself or what it was? And are you excited to see Kenny and Ray Phoenix light it up? Probably.
3: You know, Matt, first the match, I mean, we your typical, you know, Janella match, it was like, you know, doing all these crazy spots, you know, table spots and everything. And, you know, obviously Kenny, you know, could do that kind of stuff too, but no, you know, pretty good match. What we should have got, you know, obviously if a month or so ago, but, you know, like you said, everything with COVID that, Blew that out of the water. But no, it was good to see them, you know, go back to it. And it a very good match to end the show. And the whole death triangle coming out, that was very cool. I did. I did. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, this is pretty cool. So, yeah, now And him and Phoenix should be a lot of fun. If uh, Are they doing it or are they just like alluded
1: to it? Yeah, I think, I think it's happening. I don't think – I think it's happening the the, the last show in December or is it is it a part of their two part night? I might have missed that part cuz I was actually pretty excited about when I was watching the segment and I like stopped taking my notes for a second. I think, I think it it's is. happening on December 30th yeah, if I'm New not Year's mistaken. Yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah. So, thank you Joey for fact-checking me. So, I think it's happening on December 30th, which again, good. Give yeah. us a little build next week yeah. and then give us the match the, you see the storyline connected because Ray never lost an eliminator Gauntlet match. So, it's cool how they can kind of pay that off. I appreciate that.
0: Um, but the disregard for the ranking system is still mind-boggling.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, this is just... Joe, would you, Joe would you
0: know just could have earned a, a championship
1: shot? And he has a losing record, I believe. Probably. But he has a winning record in life. Yes, he um, sure. And for those who don't know my inside <laughs> joke, um, just go on Instagram and, and follow, um, or just go check out at Brandy Wrestling, I think her tag is, and you'll yeah. understand why we... Um, we, we praise Joey for his um, achievements outside God of the ring. Joey. Definitely not inside the ring. Five stars. Um, five stars. Boys, I, there was a lot that went on in Dynamite. I tried to hit as much as we could. I mean, Eddie Kingston came out, and he cut a promo on Lance Archer. Um, it, it was it was good. Miro's not blonde anymore. I mean, that's just that, – <laughs> that, I guess, was an important game. segment. I guess I had to write that down. Um, SCU took on the Acclaimed. I mean, there was just – again, Wednesday was good. Do you like the Yeah. I think they're – I think they're eh. – eh. I'm not a big fan.
0: Did you hear Kazarian's rap though when he said – I love Kazarian's rap. He called the men on a mission. I thought that was a fantastic oh, nice. throwback.
3: Very
1: <laughs> yeah. good. It was great. Um, I, thought, I thought the match with SCU and them were good. Um, yeah. It makes sense. They've won eight in a row. And they're going to take on the Young Bucks probably soon, so it's probably set up sure. that feud. I think the gimmick of the rap on the mic thing, I just always think of John Cena because I don't think anyone did it better than him. So it's hard to do it. But you guys do it differently i guess right so that's yeah. i guess that's just how you kind of make it different you guys do it a little bit differently but john was just when he was thuganomics man he was whew, he did it i like the, appreci- the m M&M like- of wwe
0: i think it's entertaining that style but like you're i'm always gonna, like you said i'm always gonna think of Cena when i see it
1: mm-hmm. it's hard not to it's absolutely hard not to yeah. but um boys dynamite nxt it was a good it was a good wednesday in my opinion for both shows Impact. They got more viewership now with um, with now adding Kenny to this to this uh, three-on-three match. Wednesdays are good. When, Tuesday evening into Wednesdays. Good time of the week. Always is. Um, Joey, let's get to SmackDown. Let's get some predictions because we got to wrap up. I got to go. We do. Why yeah, I got to go? go
0: too. Uh, I got a baby upstairs. Um, SmackDown, a nice little goal. I'm sure to TLC. Uh, I'll just hit on it. Reigns and Jey Uso beat the shit out of Kevin Owens the whole fucking show. We're on night godspeed, it ended off. The show ended off with him buried in tables, lads, and chairs. He was crawling out of the the carnage, as JR would say, and uh, that's how the show ended. I'm not sure what happened. I missed maybe if he said anything on the microphone at the end of the show, but I don't believe he did. So. <clears throat> um, Two things that stuck, a couple of things that stuck out to me. First of all, the uh, Sammy Zayn had the Sammy Awards, and I want to give our first ever uh, TWJ Sammy Award to Nikki Noodles. I hope you appreciate that. It's in the mail.
2: <laughs> Always appreciated.
1: Uh, very nice segment, very enjoyable. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that. very fun.
0: Um, NJ three. I know you just hosted a segment, but I want your quick opinion on Otis beating Shinsuke Nakamura. Wasn't too appreciated by the uh, the IWC. Um you could look at it two ways. Nakamura really hasn't been used at all, and he has so he's it's it's still he's still riding that same boat. Uh, Otis is I think they're trying to repackage him with Gable, which I kinda like, if that makes sense. Um It's interesting. Wanted, I just wanted your opinion on that.
1: It's funny, they break up heavy machinery, but then they pair him up with someone right away, which I think is really funny. Um I thought the match I think they should have let the match go longer. I think if they would have let that match go a little bit longer, both of those guys could have worked more. We know Shinsuke definitely could work more. But I think if they would have let that match go a little bit longer, it would have been a little bit better. I think it was a little bit I think they wanted to go for the shock value that Otis went over on Shinsuke, more or less than allowing the match to to allow both of them to kind of get elevated. Yeah. I didn't love the finish. I think it would have been good to have Gable cost Otis that because Gable told him don't do the worm. And then Shinke, Shinsuke capitalized. I would have liked that booking, in my opinion, But and then eventually have Otis go over. But I think having him go over right away kind of almost like defeats the purpose of them going forward. So I didn't think it was a good uh, – I think it was the best, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I I think they're – I don't know. They, you're rebuilding Otis when – just like a question, but I kind of like the pairing of the two. So But the way they went about it, like you said, the match could have been different. Um I don't know. Again, SmackDown usually presents us with, with logical storytelling, so I'll, I'll wait and see. Um, that had what been
1: thrown that. all over it. Yeah, it did.
0: Um, before we get into predictions, I know it wasn't the main event. I had kind of hit on that with Reigns and uh, uh, KO. But, Tom, we got uh, Rude, Bobby Rude, Robert Rude, and Dolph Ziggler. It looks like they're tights, matching tights, by the way, which I really appreciate. Say the Dirty Dogs. I'm not sure if they're rolling with that. They haven't been announced. I don't believe it's the Dirty Dogs yet but i kind of like that a little more uh solid tag team like matching tights matching name I, I i dig that uh they went against the street profits was it a tag title match can someone film yes, okay. yes it was yes it was
1: i thought it was actually a pretty damn good match
0: it was pretty damn good yeah uh for what it's worth street profits got the roll up and uh montez four was holding the tights there um i don't think it's anything to worry about nothing's unhappy. We just paying back the tights being held on him um but just thoughts on rude and ziggler being more of a maybe possible formidable tag team now with the with the little little things like matching tights tom
3: yeah yeah um, it's possible yeah the start of it like you said you know but all the tag teams you know they match and everything and we always thought they were just throwing together like the last minute type of thing but now it seems like they're like a legit tag team i mean did they ever win the titles as a tag team i don't remember
0: uh that's a good
3: question does anyone know I can't remember if they ever
1: did. I don't think. I don't think they did. They had, I think them, they had, had a lot of. They had at it. it. Yeah, that they yeah. got
3: it done. So maybe now, you know, who knows? Maybe now that you know they're consider- like they look like a team now. Maybe they they will win. I mean, it'd be pretty cool to see that. So I mean, but like you said, it's the little things that you really appreciate. So it's very cool to see.
0: I just think it, it makes anytime you throw a tag team together, just to get us that make it an afterthought of them just being thrown together, have them wear matching ties. Yeah. It just makes it that much better um and don't like split the fucking entrance music i hate that
3: yeah no yeah that's yeah
0: um smackdown was okay to me nothing like really stuck out uh i mean the sammy awards were fun that was it that's all i gotta say right noodles
1: sammy Um, was fun i mean i thought bianca belair and and bailey did a great job i kind of dropped that in there i think i think again good storytelling you didn't have bianca win but you sure as hell made her look really good and this is not the last time we're going to see the two of them and that's how you build someone up and make um a feud go forward. So in my opinion, I thought that was that match really stuck out to me on uh on SmackDown.
0: Yeah, Bianca's I mean the future. There's yeah. you can't even say more than that. Um yeah. and I think Bianca Bailey is just a top notch feud. I like it. I like both of them a lot. Um so yeah it was SmackDown. Uh we'll get into TLC predictions real quick. We'll just uh run right through them as we normally do. Uh jersey will start off with you. Uh tag team match, raw tag team championships, new day Versus the Hurt Business, Cedric and Shelton,
1: who you got? I think it's time. It's time. Hurt Business time. They get that gold? All right. I, I think it's it. time. I mean, I, I think if they lose again, you have to absolutely kibosh that storyline. And I think if you have the Hurt Business win, you can kind of continue to tell it a little bit further.
0: Okay, I agree. I think the, the hinting of Cedric doing something is uh, – I'm not comfortable right now with the Hurt Business, unfortunately. Um, I'm going to say New Day, but that's with like Cedric doing something – Stupid. I don't know. I'm, I'm
2: I, not that I want that to happen, but that's what I think. Uh, Nikki Noodles. Who you got for this one? I'm going her business as well. They've been softening up Kofi's knee for a while now to make it a, a believable, easy path to victory. In my opinion.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Bad news.
3: I'm hoping this is the beginning of the change for RAW that they've been talking about, and I think it starts with the hurt business winning the titles. That's what okay.
0: okay. I like that, Tom. I like that. Nice, Tommy. I like that reference. Uh, next one we got. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus Carmella. Uh, I'm in the rotation here. I'm going to stay Sasha Banks, hold on to the title here. Uh, don't see any, I mean, nothing against Carmella, just not ready for Sasha to. I think they need her to hold the title right now. Um, Nikki
2: Noodles, who you got? Yeah, I think Sasha's going to hang on, but I would love for Mella to, to, to win and become champion. It would be nice. As part, as part of the change. Sure. Because is M- M- the real deal.
0: Well, I think it's just a raw change, so that's my... Either
2: way, they they both need change.
0: Okay. You have a right to oh, speak. Wow. Um, Bad news? Jeez.
3: Um, for the glory of Mandalorian, Jersey, I'm going with Sasha Banks.
0: Ah. Someone someone said they hope she comes out in Mandalorian gear. That'd be, oh,
3: that'd be cool. What the hell? Cool.
0: Mm. She'll, eat, she'll eat a frog? <laughs> no. No, that's
3: that's, Gro, that's Grogu. <laughs>
0: Who's that? Baby Yoda? Baby uh, <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> Let's I, I, I watch.
1: NJ3. got to go with Sasha Banks. Um, I don't think it's time for her to drop the title. Her biggest thing is that she's never been able to hold on to one. I think she deserves a little bit of a run. I do like what her and Mella are doing, though. I have to say, and I hope it yeah. does continue.
0: Mella's been good. I like that. Yeah, it Uh Next one we got. We'll stick with the women here. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Asuka and TBD. Uh, Nikki Noodles do we have an idea? I know we asked you before, but do we do we think a, a new a helper is going to come around? A new partner? Uh, or are we just going with Oscar versus the two?
2: Jeez. Uh, I think it's I think it's just going to be Oscar riding solo. I, I believe. I think it's uh, a, a Jackson chain of victory, but it's going to lead to I think Mandy and uh, Dana Brooke getting back into the mix here.
0: Okay, fair enough. Bad news.
3: I think it's going to be Nia and Shayna. I just I don't think they're going to give I think they're done with the whole, you know, double champion thing for now, so I think it's going to be Nia and Jax. What,
0: Nia and Shayna. What about a triple champion? <laughs> Three belts. Uh,
1: 3 <laughs> This one's so hard, right? Cuz like you can see like if you bring like Charlotte back and you can kind of almost run a very similar Charlotte, Oscar storyline like you did with Sasha and Bailey a little bit. I think they got to get those titles off of Shayna and Nia in some way. And you need someone to look credible, and I and I the only reason why I'm thinking like a Charlotte return or someone legitimate because I think they know they have to get the titles off of them. Yeah, um, and I don't think it'll be a long run if Oscar and whom or TBD win it, but I'm going with Asuka and TBD. I think right.
0: it'd be, so. If they don't go Charlotte, which I think would be great to have a return, which would suck for Lana in the long run. But um, if like just say like Mandy came out right and she won with Oscar, and then Oscar gave her belt to Dana, I don't know if that would be like a slap in the
2: face to Dana because she wasn't involved in the match but that would be pretty cool if she I like, think I think they what you just said Mandy and Dana winning on Monday Night Raw spice up Raw a little bit. Okay.
0: All right.
1: I would be very happy with
0: that. We'll see. Um but yeah I think uh take the belts off Shayna and I, I think Shayna needs uh, her own singles run. So, single d- I,
2: I agree. Shayna is actually awesome.
0: Just repeat. And, you, you know, all you had to do. You got the carbon. We said it last week. You got the carbon copy from. Just do it from NXT. She killed it down there.
2: She know. was killing it here too, man. She put on the greatest display of the elimination chamber I've ever saw in my life. <laughs> yeah, and then they and just, meant nothing. <laughs> meant fucking dick. Uh, I meant all dick all.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What do you think is going to be next? Uh, the Firefly Inferno match. Bad news, Tom Canali. What's going to happen here? Is, is Randy Orton going to get set on fire? What's What's the? Uh, I Oh, any... so. I mean, the guy set one else on fire for years. I think it's
3: time to get you know get some payback for him. So yeah, I hope he does. I think Bray's winning. That was <laughs> me.
0: What the fuck, man. Tom's a legitimate. No, I was kidding. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. He's,
1: yeah, I... he's, he's he's fired up. No fired pun intended. Mm.
0: Uh, NJ three. Guy for this one.
1: I mean, I feel like you can't have the fiend lose a match named after him. Like it just wouldn't make sense to me. I don't know how you're going to light Randy's, I guess, shorts or boot on fire, but <laughs> they're going to have to figure out what's yeah, his underwear on fire. Cause he only wears like that small little, you know, Nick wears those like the banana hammock when he goes swimming. Like they got to the, put that on fire. In some form. Form in, the summertime. <laughs> in some form or fashion. But I you gotta go with Bray, right? It only seems you can't have him losing his own titled match. It would just seem weird to me.
0: I think uh this could also be a turn in like the, the more adult show and actually setting someone on fire would be pretty cool, like for Raw Raw standards, like if you get to replay that the next night a little bit. Um I don't know if they're gonna if it's like a pre recorded match or what they have <laughs> planned for this. Um, but I I agree. I think the fiend bray white can't lose this match
2: i'm going with bray got him uh nikki noodles fiend all day and alexa bliss will be the one to set him on fire
0: Ooh, oh nice okay.
2: i like that um we have
0: roman reigns versus kevin owens in the tlc match for the universal championship
1: nj3 it's the tribal chief, man. I mean, I think it's, I think we're gonna get a fantastic match. I know Jay's gonna get involved, and I'm hoping that we see someone maybe come to a little support of KO in some way. But um, I who would it be? William. William. Bill. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Ah, I think they're really. Like
0: I know. I don't want to say like it's a copy, but I feel like KO like,
1: against like, the world like Stone Cold. Like Stone Cold. Yeah. I think yeah, that's how it and is. it could be, and it could be. But I think we're gonna get a hard hit match. But it's Roman Reigns, man. He's a Tribal Chief. Yeah. He, you don't touch. He is gold. He's literally gold. So, don't that's change it. that formula.
0: I could see um, them running like K- Jay is gonna get involved, and then KO taking out Jay, and then Ro- Roman's down, and then you think KO is gonna win, and then Jimmy comes out maybe and like helps. I feel like that that's a possibility. But I think I mean Roman's gonna win. I, nothing against KO, but. They're, they don't need that much of a change, right? If they take yeah. the belt of Roman, that's stupid. Uh, Nicky noodles. Yeah. Uh Roman all day. Very Battle easy. Chief,
2: head yeah. of the table. King of the table. Who would you say is the
0: tribal chief of the wrestling journal podcast?
2: Oh, certainly not you, Joe. Wow.
0: Easy, <laughs> easily replaceable. So thank you for making that decision for me. Uh, there will be no more Nicky Noodles on the podcast
1: uh, I are you gonna send him different like passcodes so he doesn't sign into the yeah. zoom <laughs> <laughs> to try to keep him out yeah. and then I'll them send up. him one on the side so he tries to get in
2: I'll, I'll, I'll burn my I'll burn my vacation days all in one month
0: <laughs> I don't pay out for vacation days so uh, Tom, you don't pay for
2: regular days either
0: <laughs> I don't get paid either Jack uh, Tom who you got for this one nah going wrong um, yeah i think that's a fair statement um so i'm gonna end off the the predictions with possibly an unpredictable outcome here we don't really know essentially because w- what's going to happen with raw but uh drew versus aj with almost almost will be there uh tables lads, and chairs for the WWE championship nicky noodles hit us
2: uh drew drew, drew. yeah okay
0: straight the
3: point i got
2: yeah
0: bad, bad news we got
3: uh I'm going to say Drew too.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. right nj3 any uh, any changes sticking with Drew here?
1: I I'm going uh, <laughs> to stick with Drew, but I do think it would be really like they should really be careful with the Miz. The only thing it's like what I'm nervous about is it's a WWE network, right? So you want to try to get the viewership on raw, you need to start to tease that there's a potential cash in and I think in order to do that um I think you have to have ms the heel go over the face so i think drew's gonna have to win by that in my opinion
0: okay yeah i think they're sticking with drew too i think like you just said the change of the title if they want to make the change should be on raw bring the bring the viewership there as opposed to the network um i don't think they're struggling with the network as far as i know so um and it's nothing against Drew either but
2: the pay-per-views will never struggle because if it's either you pay 9.99 or you pay sixty dollars i mean you'd be fooled to do to do that so yeah
0: you get two pay-per-views one shot um one payment for the year so um but yeah that was uh our TLC predictions and before we head off into the sunset here uh just give you guys mvp of the week
1: and j3 who's your mvp cody rhodes man congratulations papa to be. um i he's he's my mvp i mean he's going to be a father is hopefully healthy beautiful baby and he's going to be in a match with Sting soon. So he's doing pretty damn good, if you ask me.
0: Hell yeah. I'm going to go second because I always go last, and then someone's maybe steal mine. I'm going to go Kyle O'Reilly. I think that was uh, arguably match of the year uh, for NXT television um, that we saw with Pete Dunne. And I think he's a future NXT champion. So shout out to Kyle O'Reilly. Um, bad news we got.
3: I'm going with Otis. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm going with
0: the return of carrying Cross in the ring. Gotta go with him. All right, fair enough. I think it was appreciated. Uh, and okay. Nikki Noodles,
2: Jersey's boy Tyler Rust, putting his name on the map.
1: Wow, with uh, a nice hey. showing against
2: the legend. It was Shamba.
1: it. It was a great showing. I was really impressed with him. To be honest, I hope he does more. Him and Bibbins,
0: Malcolm Bibbins, baby. All right, people. Wrestling Journal Podcast, Episode Thirty Five. We appreciate you. We love you. Take care. Stay safe. Watch pro wrestling.